I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert in footballs. I'm not an expert in football measurements. I don't want anyone rubbing them, uh, putting any air in them, taking the air out. To me, those balls are perfect, and that's what I expect when I show up. I can't hold on to football. It's so goddamn hard if I hold on to it. Introducing Mike Cash Collins and Scott Stack Simpson as the Fantasy Millionaires. Well, here we go. Two more weeks and two and a half more games to go. A brutal round one, almost in the books. Two more weeks, Stacks. Let's go! Sunday, bloody Sunday, or or I should say just the whole week, COVID-infused, nightmarish hell. Uh, JJ Zacharyson tweeted out, you studs got you here, and of course, uh, you don't play them this week, you know? So it's a wild time, man. People winning, you know, their playoff games with Russell Gages and, uh, you know, people getting hurt. It's it's a whole free-for-all. Uh, I love it, though. I mean, it's what we're here for. It's the NFL, baby. It is the best entertainment product by far you could watch every single day. And this week you can watch it pretty much every single day. No, a hundred percent. I'm with you. But at the same time, it's that time of the year where you just, people feel upset. You know, you get the, you know, fantasies luck fantasies. Um, you know, why do I play it? And gotta say, on Sunday, as I'm sitting watching the games and just sweating, because it's like it's so much work that goes into this now moment where you you one and done if you're in the first round, you 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 out, no money for you. Uh, I gotta say, there is a part of me that just sat and wondered why why do I play fantasy football? <laughs> Why do I do this? Seriously, I mean, does it ever cross your brain? You know, like it's rough. I mean, it's 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 like you're sitting there and it's this is not I'm not having fun right now. So but it's all part of it. It's all part of it. But it's also, uh, you know, one of my friends tweeted out today, uh, Tyler uh, Carpe just tweeted out. I love fantasy football and I hate fantasy football. Right. You know? So it is, it's a deeply emotional thing. We love the game. We get invested in the game, whether we have a team or we have players that we root for. And then uh, when tragedy happens or players get injured on the field or COVID strikes or whatever it is, uh, you know, and you've worked all season for this, you get really discouraged when your team doesn't have, uh, you know, half of its lineup. Like for you, you told me your lineup, that you're probably going to win. You, you told me, you know, before we got on the air, pull back the curtain here, you got about 16, 17 points, 18 points to win a matchup. You, you got guys like Julio Jones with zero points. You've got guys with like one point. Uh, yeah, they, they scored for you this week. Well, give me the rundown of the shit that you were in and who didn't you play because they're hurt. Uh, so I have 19 points to win this game, which could happen in the second half because I have Kirk Cousins, Tyler Conklin, and Greg Joseph going in this game. Uh, I uh, am without DeAndre Swift. I'm without Elijah Mitchell. I'm without AJ Brown. Um, Those guys are good, right? I'm without Damian Harris. Um, uh, yeah, so 
rough rough sledding for uh cash collins here i had to start royce freeman ouch um ronald jones who uh will be featured later on in this show he will be um you've got me 9.9 points so respectable uh and julio freaking jones and i cash collins fantasy analyst extraordinaire started julio jones in three leagues and he will also be featured later on the show i i i i i don't know what to say man uh julio jones it's over dude it, <laughs> father time has finally caught up with that dude um it's gonna be interesting to see where he goes next year i think he was a fourth rounder um yeah he's 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 not going to be that in 2022 and i had i i have him going in three games right now i'm almost certainly going to win one uh got a freaking nail biter going in two so julio i and here's here's the part that that i hated i hate I hate this. I hate when, you know, you pick up that guy. Like I got him off the waiver wire in two out of three of those leagues. One of those leagues had an IR spot. I had two IR spots held on to him all year long. I was fine. Um, this is what I hate is when you get the fool's gold. Like you're, you just, you, you, you're locking in on that player and you're like, Oh, it's a lock. He's the number one wide receiver on that team. You know, I mean, Chester Rogers, uh nick aquino westbrook i mean you're not you're thinking it's cool it's it's julio time it's he's got one week before aj brown comes back it's julio time and then he's gonna do good this week and then i'm gonna start him on my teams where i have aj brown i'm gonna double stack the titans minus no no yeah. wrong yeah. tunnel vision tunnel playoff vision this imaginary game that you're playing in your head that has nothing to do with reality lots of people were saying well matthew berry welcome to dumpsville julio he said it earlier in the week like you know he didn't have a good week last week he had seven points he had uh you know three or four catches um but meanwhile cash collins was locking in on i got 20 points from julio set my lineups oh, oh. well yeah. I I understand where you're you're looking at that. You know, Pittsburgh, you, you think they're going to give up a little bit of air yardage. They've been able to do that. Nope. They became a stalwart defense, winning the game, you know, stopping them an inch short on fourth down. What an exciting way to end that game in front of their home fans. Uh, I, I got to say, starting off the love-hate, I loved the defensive uh, performances. You know, normally it's an offensive week, but it wasn't an offensive week. It was a, It was a down week. And you had, you know, Tom Brady scoring zero points. First time he's been shut out in decades. Uh, you know, you had just, uh, you know, the um, Detroit Lions, you know, crushing, crushing the Arizona Cardinals, first first place team, one of the first place teams in the, in the NFC. So I like the defense a lot and I like the chippiness and we'll get into it a little bit later. But uh, Tom Brady, man, that guy, uh, what a guy, um, you know, what a he's, guy. What a guy! And uh, I'm gonna, you know, do a little a video share screen real quick here because I, I do, I do want just to to draw everyone's attention to one thing that happened with Tom Brady that um, was pointed out by a number of people. So it wasn't like just one person pointed out, but uh, my guy Warren Sharp pointed out uh, what taunting is and what taunting is not these days. 
Um, and so, yeah, this is a really great treat for Warren Sharp. If I can actually pull it up here. Um, my, my, my new uh, setup here is not working too tremendously, as you can see, as it just spins. Um, yeah, it's, it's not. Okay, there we go. Warren Sharp. Oh, it opened seven times. That's why. Okay, great. You guys could see it on like six different screens. All right. This is taunting versus not taunting. Uh, in this is a, a clip above. This is a Bears game. And then underneath it's Tom Brady. So dancing around, not taunting uh, or taunting, dancing towards the sideline, taunting. Tom Brady going up and yelling at the assistant coach, go fuck yourself. <laughs> not taunting. So That's not taunting. That's not, you can go up to a, a coach in the NFL, uh, not Sean Payton, he had COVID, but you know, and I think a special teams coach, you can go up to him and go, hey, go fuck yourself. That is not taunting. Staring, though, looking at somebody on the sideline, taunting. So Tom that's Brady. Crazy. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, here, here's a hot tweet from the Fantasy Millionaires. I just sent it to your DMs. This was, this was a hot tweet earlier from the day regarding that same game. Uh... I thought this one tickled tickled the funny bone for myself. Okay. Pulling you see up. the fantasy millionaires. I just sent it. Oh, no, it not Ralph Macho. The oh, fantasy I, I, millionaires I, sent you a tweet. It's probably okay. your most recent tweet. Oh, you sent it to me. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's pull this bad boy up. There you go. Because even the tablet Tom Brady threw was intercepted by the <laughs> I love, that. I love that dude reaching over there. And oh, man. The one of them, I forget the, the, the Saints player who did it. I have it on my I first. think it's Gardner Johnson. Yeah, I'm not Gardner, positive. Gardner Johnson, he trolled uh, Tom Brady today. He tweeted out to Microsoft that he needs to get a new one for somebody who broke theirs for Christmas. So, There's Gardner Johnson grabbing yeah. his tablet away from him. <laughs> <laughs> oh this is the yeah, show. man. I, dude, I'm I with you as far as the yes, – the, yeah, no, it's hilarious. The defensive struggles in that game. Uh, I, I I was talking with my dad earlier today, and I was like, you know, and this is, um, this is this is what I love about the NFL is, I, I, there's boring games. That Saints Bucks game was boring, but it ends up still being compelling to just watch three and out 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 i mean it's not fun it's it's but it still keeps your eyeballs glued because it's just i mean even when it's, it's drama. bad there's drama yeah, there's right. great drama there's coaching drama there's play i mean every play something's happening people are getting each other's faces interceptions i mean it's great man it is just the best who I can watch the soap opera where people are controlling it and they're manipulating it. When you can watch live soap opera where, where dudes are running over the sidelines after interceptions, instead of being discouraged, he threw an interceptions, he runs over to go tell someone to go fuck themselves. So, I mean, that's just the best, man. That's just real. So I love it. Right. No, I, my, my most love thing. I was trying to think of it. Honestly, I'm going to have to go with the lions beating the Cardinals, man. Um, I, I, yeah, yeah, I I didn't I didn't like it when the Lions won on Thanksgiving. I was actually rooting against them. Um uh or what, when they beat no, the Vikings. Minnesota beat them, right? Or right. They beat Minnesota, right? Yeah. No, that was week 13. So that wasn't Thanksgiving, though. I think it was a week after. Um 
They lost on Thanksgiving. They always do. Right. No, they lost on Thanksgiving. There was the December the Bears. 5th. The, Bears, the Bears kicked a field goal to like win it at the end. Right, 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 right. So I I I I don't know why I, I wanted to see them go, you know, oh 16 and one. I, I just thought that would be funny. Mm-hmm. But them beating the Cardinals was just a cool moment. It it really was. It just came out of nowhere. Um, and I don't care about the lions. I'm not whatever, man, right. you know, the, but he, it, it's just one of those kind of things where when you get to watch, you know, professional athletes playing with dignity, playing with pride and competing against, I thought I was starting to think the Cardinals are the second best team or the first best team in, in the NFC. and. I think they still are probably. Uh, I think the Rams, and now with all the injuries to the Bucks, um, it's between those four teams with the Packers. I think the to me the Packers are are the number one team. I think they're the, they're going to be the toughest team to beat uh, going down the stretch for the NFC. But the Cardinals, man, that's a no joke team, and for the Lions to just come out and just smoke them. Uh, afterwards I saw Dan Campbell do like a little speech and gotta say, man, just I, I, like made me like Dan Campbell just got, got me fired up and made me care about the lions. So that was my most loved for, uh, this past week. Yeah. You know, as much as I wanted the players on my you know, like fantasy team to go off AJ green, etc., Uh, I was okay with it. I really was. I, I'm mm-hmm. not a lion's hater. I think it's fun to make fun of dan campbell because he's such an eccentric but uh you know wearing helmets and talking about biting knees and stuff but i mean deep down he's a good guy he's a really good guy he's a guy's guy he's a he's a in the locker room heart heart and soul type you know leave it out there and so you're right like to see them playing hard still compared to other teams that have better records who have quit um it's 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 remarkable it really is it's a it's a good story uh and uh yeah i like i like detroit they're playing atlanta this week and we'll talk about later um golf's on the covid list hopefully he can get off i don't know if he you know mm-hmm. is vaccinated or not but um you know golf's been playing well um ever right. since the world found, ever since the world found out he's got like one of the hottest supermodel sports illustrated girlfriends he's been crushing so mm-hmm. you know god bless him everyone's like oh poor jerry oh no man jerry golf's just he's doing great You're like oh i don't feel bad for jerry golf anymore ever you know so I used to just be like, man, that guy's life is ruined. He got traded from the Rams to the Detroit Lions. I mean, they they, they suck, you know. But right. he's got he's got heart and soul, and I think Dan Campbell has found a guy he can he can build around. So uh, I, I do like that uh, as well. Well, what did you hate? What was something you hated this weekend? I mean, for me, no way around it. Watching Donald Parham having a seizure. As he left the football field was one of those kind of moments where it made me not like football. Like I was just like, man, it's hard. It's hard to keep watching. And then you do. And, um, you know, you get back into it and you, you know, you enjoy the game. But when you see a player leave the field like that, I mean, I I can't remember. I mean, there's there's always throughout the season like brutal hits, brutal injuries, people going off on stretchers. But he was having a seizure, and 
to watch his hand shaking. Um, yeah, that was just like, oh, this game oh. is rough. Oh, so terrible, man. And, and yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, too. I was going to say, seeing both of those guys kind of just, you know, go down and, and fire me too. Fire me sort of like clutching up, you know, like when you get the clutch, you know, it just, man, your brain turns off. And uh, that's not good, man. That's terrible. And um, at least with Parham, he, he kind of did it himself. It wasn't like he got rocked, you know, it was right. just, just falling down. And so that's right. That's super scary, you know. I, that- I know, man. Like when it happened, I I was watching it with my wife, and I was just I, 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 I asshole that I am. I was just like, man, he's faking, bro. Like that was my initial. Like he didn't catch it, and now he's like acting like he hurt himself, you know. And then it was like, oh, and then they went to another commercial, and then they came back. I was like, uh, he's not, you know. This oh is, man, as soon as I saw legit. it. As soon as he saw it, I was like, oh, no. I was like, oh, Oh, no. I couldn't tell he got injured until I saw, you know, that sideline angle where you oh. saw his head clunk. I and knew it was like, in fast him. motion. It just looked like he dropped the ball and he yeah. fell down. Yeah, yeah, I didn't I didn't I couldn't tell. It looked like every other play in football. It yeah, just this, looked like was, a guy went to the ground. So before they cut to commercial, like right before they cut to commercial, when they showed it but you didn't see it the, the other way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I tweeted out. I was just like, pray yourself for Darnold Parham, man, like right away. Before mm-hmm. before they were like, before they went to the second commercial, I had tweeted it out already because mm-hmm. I just knew, I saw, like, I'm all, I'm hyper attentive to it. I'm like one of those concussion doctors on the field, bro. I'm always like, oh, look at 16, he's wobbly. That guy's wobbly. You know, like that's, that's you know, Brian Ward's always horse collaring people and he's just like, that's a horse collar tackle. You know, Um I'm always with the head injuries because that's to me, man. I told you a couple years ago, I watched Devontae Adams get hit by Trevathan down by the goal line, and it made me want to stop watching football. Like, I, I told my wife, I was like, I'm I cannot watch somebody head hit somebody and kill them uh, with a brain injury on the football field, you know. And so, um, that that is a big issue that we, we need to figure out. And uh, I mean, the problem with Donald Parham is he is a huge man, so he is so right. much force and weight like maybe percy harvin falling from that same distance doesn't put as much force and units of you know g-force on his head when he hits the ground you know right. so um but you can't restrict you know guess a donald parm's too tall to play or anything like that it's a big man's game so i just you know i saw he tweeted out he was okay he got a concussion uh, i mean i don't know if he'll be back this year but uh if he does get back this year god bless him but uh i mean that looked pretty serious so he might maybe it'll and be I, I, honestly man i mean that is the element of football too where you know uh, these guys are risking so much that it does draw you in like i mean when you watch people doing mma or doing something really extreme that puts themselves in danger i mean it really is uh, just a brutal sport. So, and then just you, you know, you see it every game. Somebody gets a bad injury, and you just kind of become accustomed to it. But then when you see uh, somebody who's you know actually having a seizure from a head injury, you're just like, oh. No, uh, that was my hate. <laughs> what about you? I, I, that's mine too. I co I co-sponsored your hate. I, uh-huh. I, I mean the Teddy Bridgewater thing, it bothered me seeing him. I mean, they stretched it off like three dudes this weekend. Mm-hmm. I mean, like head and neck injuries. That's not, that's not what you want to see. Um, right. 
you know, and then all the COVID stuff leading up to it was just kind of, you know, shitty. I'll tell you my favorite, I'll tell you my favorite group of people to mock, and it just was so predictable. And I just don't know if they lack self-awareness. And I'm not trying to like out a whole group of people, but the Philadelphia media or the fringe media or just the people who, you know, verified uh, Philly Twitter, man, those guys are some whiny crybabies who really literally think it's about them. Like there was so, so many, they screwed us. They would never mm -hmm. do this for another team. They're out for the evil. Like, I just wanted to be like, man, how dumb are you all up there? And you guys have way more followers than me. Like it's such a blind spot, the homerism. And we know living in D.C., the Philly, Homer, D.C., back and forth, you know, it's it's a great rivalry. It's a great way. But these guys, to me, as an objective person who uh, I see what the NFL wants to do with these games, they want to get them played and they want to have good games. They want to have a quality game, a product that you want to watch, that betters want to bet on, that people want to play their fantasy on. They want to have a good – no one wants to watch scabs. Uh, that's how the NFL works. That's why this, the, the you know, Washington football team, when they were then the Redskins – uh, you know, we're, we're crushing it in the scab days. They had their scab connections. You know what I mean? Like nobody wants that anymore. Like they want to watch the best and the best. So, you know, for Philly media, just to think it was about them was laughable. And it was, it was just so stupid and myopic. It just disappoints me that we're not smarter as humans yet. So yeah, yeah. That's one thing I hated too. Sorry, Philly media. You suck. How, how's this for a conspiracy? I was talking with a buddy earlier today. We were texting and, uh, you know, Kelsey just tested positive. You got golf and he was saying it's peculiar that these vaccinated big name players are uh, coming out COVID positive on Monday. After uh, the games on yeah, Monday. Yeah, yeah, after the game. Oh, well, because you yeah. to, you, if you're vaccinated, that's the whole uh, the issue Cole Beasley had. If you're vaccinated, you get to pick when you're you're tested, and you're tested once a week. So if you think you might have it or you're exposed to it and you can get tested on Monday and play the game on Sunday, there's nothing incentivizing you not to, right? Except right. for the general good of your fellow player. Yeah, well, they're out there just super spreading. Yeah. <laughs> I, know. I know. Hugging after the games and whatnot. So, right. yeah, jumping, jumping on each other, touching each other's genitals under the pile. I mean, it's just... Yeah, it's wild. You what know? was it? Uh, eighteen Browns and twenty-three Washington football team players, or something like a hundred. And yeah. then that was that was I heard a hundred on like Saturday. So I don't know what it's at now. Those boys be wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, they're, hey, they're, stop in the locker room. Hey, put your clothes on. <laughs> you know? Yeah, but it's, it is a breeding ground. Uh, you've been in a locker room, so have I. That place is not for health, you know. Like you're not getting healthy in the locker room. So right. No, there's there's a lot of you know nudity and smells and stuff in there. So no, thank you for that. But anyway, uh, let, let's let's jump into the show. Um, you know, we don't have our trades get paid. It's one of our fa favorite segments. Hopefully, you did get some of those players that we talked about previously. But uh, we are going to jump into uh, you know, for me. Uh, it's my favorite segment, uh, my second favorite segment. I don't know, maybe. It's one of my favorites. It's The Wires pre presented by Occupy Fantasy. Brian Jester, the Millie Maker winner from the Tom Brady Super Bowl with the last one with, uh, you know, your boy and mine, Bill Belichick. We'll talk about those guys later. Um, uh, yeah, so this is our Wire presentation where you get to pick the players you think are going to be the most impactful that are not rostered. Um, and we also get to slam dunk the players who told you to pick last week that were winners. So uh, you want to lead off a quarterback? 
Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Tyler Huntley. Uh, yep, 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 yep. That's my guy too. That guy looks good. Uh, I, that was uh, that was just surprising. I mean, I, I'd see you know he'd stepped in for Lamar a couple times before, and I was just like, oh, who, who's this guy? And uh, then you see him play a full game, and you get to hear the the commentary about him, and you get some of his background. And I didn't know much about that guy, and he, uh, I think he played himself into. Um, consideration for a starting football job next year. I think it's going to be hard for the Ravens to hold on to him. I agree with you. And, uh, you know, uh, my guy, Denny Carter, uh, and your guy too, our guy, not just mine, fancy millionaires, our first guest ever. He tweeted, tweeted out, uh, he could start on eight NFL teams right now, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mm -hmm. mean, this is a little step. that was interesting. Uh, and this is, he's, he set the record. The Lord has ever done this. He's the first Ravens quarterback to ever rush for two touchdowns and pass for two touchdowns in the same game. So is that right? Yeah, that's wild, dude. That is Lamar's crazy. never done that. That's that them's be the tweets. I mean, we got to verify that, but that if that is the the reality, that's you know, hard to believe, right? It's believable though. I mean, that Lamar never did that. It's believable because it's hard to do both. Rushing for two and passing for two, like he's just had these fifty-point monster games. Like he didn't rush for two and throw for three in those games. I don't know. That was what the I don't know was. either. That yeah. that's crazy. That's wild to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll have to get it verified by you know Tony Reale or Stat Boy, but you know Bo's not here right now, so we'll have to tweet him yeah. out to do our our dirty work. But I mean, it, it, it was what I had seen. So, um, but uh, yeah, and then I was going to say Jared Goff before the COVID situation. Me too. But monitor me too. that. Yeah, he's got Atlanta coming up. That's going to be uh, – it's just always points. You know, it's well, – uh, You know what? He, he's he got Atlanta coming up. A big win versus the Cardinals. I can't see – they're they're not playing for last place anymore. Like, they're playing with pride. Dan Campbell, I don't think, gives an S about that. They want to win, baby. They, yeah, they want to win. They want to create some momentum going into 2022. And uh, meanwhile, Jared Goff has, you know – in the BFF's scoring system, which is higher than most. Um, I think he's got 72 points over his last three games, you know? So, um, yeah, if you have Lamar and you can't get Huntley, um, I, I think he's got a great matchup. So, yep. yep, I agree. And then and then maybe if he's not able to play, if you were desperate, you got Matt Ryan in that matchup. But, you know, you got a hungry Lions D, you know, you never know. It's going to be in Hotlanta, so Hotlanta could get out to a big start and then blow it too. So you know, all options are on the table there. Uh, let's jump down to running back if you don't have any more QBs for nope, me. I've got it. no more left. All yeah, right. uh, you, you talked about him earlier, but uh, Ronald Jones, mm. Bones Jones, Ronald Jones is uh, finally relevant, you know, and – uh, just in time for all of my best ball teams, I have him on. So uh, I'm I'm pleased with that. But uh, let's talk about you know the injury. We got Leonard Fournette out. We saw him uh, you know being you know, kind of uh, helped off uh, to the locker room. Not good in that uh, you know triage unit that was established there at the Buck sideline when you lost Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Leonard Fournette. I mean that was uh, you know wonder Tom Brady was throwing tablets and stuff. Dude, he lost Hall of Famers. He you know, he lost amazing players. So. Big time loss there. Uh, what, what do you see in Ronald Jones? 
Uh, you, you think Vaughn was in a bunch too? Like we 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 saw that there was a little Vaughnage, you know, with with. Uh, yeah, I hate that too. I hate I hate when they bring in that l- lousy third down, two minute back. Uh, Ronald Jones has been just sitting on the sidelines all year long, uh, just itching to get on the football field and taking advantage of almost every opportunity when he has gotten on the football field. He's just not getting any volume. Uh, because playoff Lenny turned into 2021 Lenny. Um, now with Lenny out, you get fantasy playoffs, Ronnie. That's what you get. I love it. That's a great moniker. Yeah. 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 Ronnie's going to bring us home. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, he is the ad of the week. Uh, he's got a tough matchup, but I think the, uh, with the injuries to Godwin, um, He's just going to step in and play Leonard Fournette's role, which involves getting a ton of PPR points. So um, Ronald Jones is a must-add. Blow your fab. Blow it all on him. Um, You also have uh, Duke Johnson. Um, You know, I I think that that was uh, a really nice matchup for him versus, versus the Jets, but man, you can't ignore that guy on the waiver wire. I would say I would prioritize, though, uh, your boy Craig Reynolds maybe over him this week. Just It's a week. It's a one-shot deal. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and games reason, left. Yeah, you only got two games left. So here's the reason why. Uh, Duke Johnson, they're going up against you, – you've heard of these guys. They're not too bad. The New Orleans Saints run – Yeah, it's a bad matchup. Bad matchup. But we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, that's the only thing I would, I would – question you you know not question but just say you know, caution you keep going um right on the, other, on the other side you know craig reynolds he's rushed for over 80 yards in two games you know right. yeah that that's what you you see you go okay he's getting volume he's getting yardage he's got a little pep in the step catches a couple balls here and there jamal williams situation should be monitored uh he might be off covid list by then so i'm sure he will be it, 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 i mean missing two games already i mean it's pretty and, and deandre swift might be back maybe yes, so yes, all those things but but uh, you know, Samaje P Ryan's around too with a you know an ailing uh you know Joe Mixon. So uh I think it's stay frosty with a few different backup runnings backs. Just Ronald Jones is the one you want. That's the gold star, you know. Um that's that's the guy. Right. Yeah. And Justin Jackson's out there too. You saw Justin Jackson get a little bit more run than he's ever got uh this year with the Chargers. So, you know, see what happens with Eckler uh, and uh his injury, something to monitor. They pushed him back to play in that game knowing he had 10 days to rest. You know, that that's why they like, – can you do it? And then you get right. 10 days off. You know what I mean? Right. So um, – but that's something to, to monitor. If they weren't in a playoff push, he wouldn't have done that at all. So uh, right. you got any more, more guys on the RB list? No more guys on the RB list. No, no. All right. Uh, that's crazy. Who's wide open in the end zone? Is that Justin Jefferson? No, it's somebody else. I probably didn't roster him. Oh, son of a gun. Oh, it's Smith Marquette. Nope, didn't have him in any any lineups. Not going to win the Millie Maker tonight. Well, that's fine. Uh, let's talk about wide receivers that might win you the Millie Maker. And before we do that, I do want to dunk with you. I'm going to throw you a lob pass. Who was your number one wide receiver pickup last week? He's the same one this week. Amon Ross St. Brown. Yeah. Right. Yeah, number one last week. If you don't have him, why not? 
he's the reason why I have a shot in this uh, game where good teams in our league score 180 points and I'm in a nail biter versus a team that's got 87 points and I have 68 points because I got 23 points from a man, Amon Ross St. Brown. The man, the myth, the legend. We told him to pick you up last week or pick up last week. Uh, I hope he did. Hope he listened. If he's available, get him, get him, get him, get him, get him. Our other, mm-hmm. uh, my other main uh, focuses last week, and, and I think it was your second pickup. My number one, Gabe Davis. Uh, Gabe mm-hmm. Davis with another touchdown, three straight games with a touchdown. This is the guy, man. We got Manuel Sanders out. Now, this week, he's got a terrible matchup, right? He's going against New England. But if you're Bill Belichick and you're shutting down uh, Josh Allen, you're, you're probably going to have to leave somebody open. I feel like Gabe Davis just on volume might be a better play. Uh, you know, I think Stephon Diggs shut him down. Uh, they don't have a running back option to shut down. So if you go put the number one corner on Diggs, you put a lockdown safety on that side. You're not going to do a, a, a Devontae Adams. I don't know if you saw some of the pictures of that. They were literally lining up the safety 10 yards behind the cornerback. It was some of the craziest shit I've seen. And he still got a touchdown in that game, too, by the way. No, it, that was awesome, too. And he was getting double teamed on that play. I he, I yeah. would, I have him in, in my main league, and uh, I have him in a couple leagues. And I was avidly watching that play because I need every stinking point to win this playoff matchup. And you saw you saw the safety come over and, and, and tap the DB, just like, don't worry, bro, I'm here. I got you. Nope, you don't. No, you do not. This is a fateful tap right there, man. That was it's like- an unstoppable play. They do yeah. it. They've been doing it. He's now what the second most touchdowns for Packers receivers all time. Some old white dude. I don't know who the some Don Johnson guy or some some weirdo <laughs> from the sixties. Frankelton. <laughs> yeah, right, right. But he passed Jordy Nelson with that catch right. because it's just it's invincible, and they're yeah. just going to keep doing it as long as they play on the same team. They have they have outside leverage on that play. The ball is indefensible. You can't get across the body. It's his arm strength. His, his arm strength is too much. He's too strong still. You can't get it on him. You know. And, and the things that that really makes wide receiver special when you're looking at stuff. You know, you can look at um, you know what they do in the open field. You can you can look at speed. You can look at hand size. But the ultimate thing that really separates you know the elite from you know the great is coming out of their breaks and they that's why you see hunter renfro having this year that he does it's you know i was watching that game earlier they're double teaming him the entire game because they make space automatically you know and 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 if they have good hands you know the quarterback will dump it in a tight little window and boom there's nothing anyone can do about that. You have to double team. Nothing at all you can do. Right. And, and even if you're double teaming, there's sometimes right. stuff you can do. Right. Which, right. Yeah. All right. I, I like that. Let's get into this week's. Um, who is your wide receiver pickup? The first one you're going to go for. Um, last week's we said uh, Amon Ross St. Brown and Robbie Anderson. Uh, if they're still out there, grab both of those guys. Um, the only new person I had uh Kadarius Tony it, it could be out there and um Sterling Shepard is now out for the year uh and, you know Tony Tony has had some time to rest up and uh I think he he's out there in a lot of leagues although people have just been fed up with them and 
and he just had that one good game. Uh, I bet you, I bet you, he comes back and is a viable part of that offense. No, I like that call. Um, you know, I also have MVS. Uh, you know, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Uh, he caught a touchdown mm-hmm. last week. If you're uh, if you're looking for, it's not always going to be a touchdown, right? But if you're looking mm-hmm. for somebody who you know, Aaron Rodgers right now is on a mission. This guy is on a heater. He he's mm-hmm. dropping dimes, you know, and so uh, I trust him. I trust Aaron Rodgers a lot, and I mean, this week in the matchup that he has, uh, I'm not worried that anybody is going to be able to to shut them down as a team. You know, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. You know Cleveland is is uh, we saw them today. You know, so they're playing on Saturday. They played today. <laughs> That's not great, you right. know. So that's a short window to play Aaron Rodgers in. Like they don't have a rest day. Like they get like tomorrow Tuesday. It's like mm-hmm. they're rest day. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's game install day. Like they didn't even. So it's just um, I think Aaron Rodgers is going to have his way with Cleveland, and it's going to be a big day for for all of them. So I think MVS is somebody you know got nobody out there on your team. You know, with all the injuries, maybe he's gone. But uh, I say he's somebody worth snagging. I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, one more guy, too. Uh, interestingly enough, Laquan Treadwell it mm. has emerged as uh, if you want to take a shot on uh, someone who week in, week out is um, getting targets and getting points. And you 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 got a weak roster spot. You want to fill that space. Um, Laquan Treadwell is the number one wide receiver on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. It's nuts. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's nuts. And uh, I bet you, I won't talk about it. I won't spoil the, the surprise. We'll talk about it later when we get into our DFS stacks of cash. Um, but anyway. Um, let's, tight ends. Uh, tight ends. Yes. Okay. So this t- today, I looked at the waiver wire. There's uh, nothing, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Last week, Foster Moreau did nothing where he should have done something and everyone probably cooled on and maybe dropped him tonight. He had nine targets, nine mm-hmm. targets. You know what I mean? So uh, if Waller is out, that's somebody who, you know, maybe you already have, or maybe you had stash or somebody has, uh, you know, left on the waiver wire for you. Uh, that's mm-hmm. somebody I would go after uh, spend a little bit of that. Not too much. Yeah. Yep. Um, tough matchup. I think week 16, but it is um, it's, it's Denver. It's, it's Denver, a, right? So it's, it's, I think Denver is going to be all over Hunter Renfro. You know what I mean? I, 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 you know, it seems like that's the game plan for. It leaves him open. It leaves right. Him, it's it's they're both middle of the field guys. They're not like going down thirty yards. They're in the you know fifteen to ten yard range, maybe five mm-hmm. to 10 yard range. So. Yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, I've featured this guy before. Uh, I think I did him a couple weeks ago. Uh, James O'Shaughnessy. If oh, he's yeah. out there, oh. uh, four catches, sixty yards. I, I, he, his floor is really eight points. Uh, and you know you're struggling at a tight end. Um, you know Kelsey could be out. I might, I might be doing James O'Shaughnessy on my my Kelsey team if if I do end up advancing, which it looks like I will. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna double Stampy's no racy that one. Um defenses i've got one defense that i think you does, might want does it does it start with a j and are they playing another team with a j 
No, but I'm intrigued by yours now. So let me try to figure this out. Is that the Jags playing the Jets? And are you on the Jets? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Look at that deduction by Senor Simpson. All yeah. right. Yeah. I like that. As I, I, I am in, there's a Giants, I mean, a New York connection. I got the Giants are uh, hot garbage and Philly's going up against them. So mm, Philly's D, baby. You want to roll them against the Giants. Uh, Dallas showed you what Mike Glennon uh, is capable of. I think there were several interceptions before Jake Fromm got in there. So um, please, please do. Philly is going to get some points. They're they're nasty too, you know. They're the linebackers are shit, but their their cover corners aren't bad, and then their mm-hmm. front four is pretty good. They can. I don't know. If, I think Fletcher Cox might be injured, but they're still pretty bad. Hmm. Hmm. No, I'm with you. I like that. That's a great call. Uh, like that better than the Jets versus the Jags. So I would take yours over mine. It's okay. Maybe you can take yeah neither one of them, and you just got to play. You know, I don't know Detroit. Oh, but you know. Salt they did last week. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Uh, that was that was our wire segment brought to you by Occupy Fancy. Do check them out. We got links in the description below. You can sign up for weekly, yearly. You know, you can give away your whole nut, or you can just give away a little bit of it. Uh, you know, I like the the lineup builder there. We use it for the Millie Maker over on Chalk Block every week. It is a great service. Brian Jester's got a, a podcast uh, twice a week. I listen to his podcast, premium podcast for the showdown slates. He's got Davis Maddock on there. Shout out Davis Maddock. So, you know, it, great content. Do check it out. All right. Let's talk elevate, mitigate, eviscerate. Now, this is my favorite segment of the week. Dun, dun, dun. This is it. This is the most, I mean, the wire, it's not, there's two games left. You know, this is it, man. This is, this is where we can, we can butter your bread for you. Um, This is the most important part of the show. The most important part of the show. Elevate, mitigate, eviscerate. I've got one for every single slot for, for elevate, mitigate, and eviscerate. One person for every single thing. So I'll, I'll let you, you know, we can, we can go from stem to stern, my friend. Um, I got two at QB because I do have, um, uh, yeah, well, I guess three Ty- Tyler Huntley. Um, yes. that's, that's lock and load. If, if Lamar's out, um, I got Jared Goff, uh, versus Atlanta. Um, yeah, Goff, depending on, depending on the COVID situation. Um, I, I, I do like the way the lions are looking as an offense, they get Jamal Williams back. Um, I think again, in the BFFs, he's, he's averaging over 20 points a game in the last three games. And I don't see why that trend doesn't continue when he was playing the Cardinals, one of the premier defenses in the league and just diced him up. So diced him up. So that, 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 you know, he, he, him and Huntley, of course, um, I I like Kirk versus the Rams. Uh, the guy throws two touchdowns every single game now. Um, and I think that game, you know, has all the trappings of the, the Rams, uh, doing what they do, scoring a lot of points. And I think Thielen should be back next week. Uh, he'll have his full arsenal. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you're in a, a six point per TD league if, if Kirk puts up a thirty burger next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. You've been riding Kirk. You can't you can't hate him. He's got two touchdowns tonight. You know what I mean? All right. So All right. scramble for a first down, big third down play. I, I'm I'm in. Uh, I'm gonna go somebody who this year has not been very 
unlimited. He's been Mr. Limited. Uh, Russell Wilson has been limited this year. Not been great. You know, his finger situation, uh, you know, God bless him. He's good now. Uh, Now we have Tyler Lockett on the COVID list. They haven't even played this week. (laughs) Our show is week 16 and we haven't finished week 15. That's the crazy shit. Um, Whatever. But uh, next week, he goes up against the Bears. These same Barry Bears we're watching right now, uh, you know, on one monitor as we, you know, do the show. Uh, and they've given up two passing touchdowns to Kirk Cousins already, right? So uh, that just is almost like a lock for Russell Wilson these days. So uh, Russell Wilson, I think, can get you uh, what you need next week. I know he's been kind of limited, but unlock Mr. Unlimited again. Uh, hopefully he has Tyler Lockett back as well. And I'd, I'd roll either one of those wide receivers, man. I'd roll them all. I'd roll the whole team, roll the squad. And they're cheap. They're cheap. We'll talk about that later. They're cheap on DraftKings. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like it. Um, man, DK, though, it's it's DK Metcalf. It's just an alarming trend. Uh, two seasons in a row. Not having a sexual foursome with his wife. And uh, yeah. I know, but he did it. At, he 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 had a he had an yeah, amazing first party. half. He did it again this year at the Christmas party. Yeah, he's do he's doing it again. He's having a bad second half of the season. He does. That's just that's his swoon. Yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing about it though, right? I think that he wants to play his best football at the end. I don't think that by the end, though, that his coaching are the coaching is as, as good as it should be basically at the end. I don't think players mm-hmm. want to play shitty. Now mm-hmm. he's not been running his routes. He's not been playing full all the way, but you know what? I don't think that I'm, I'm not going to fade them. I think that eventually he will get through, especially with Tyrell Lockett. If he's not playing, then DK has to play. He's got to be mm-hmm. the man, you know, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm going to risk it. I'm, I have been burned by DK before. I couldn't be wrong. You well, know. no, I, I'm. I here's the thing. I like the Russell Wilson call for sure because um, he had an injured finger, and the the jammy has since you know had had some healing, and he's got some games under his belt, and um, we'll see how they look tomorrow. But uh, Rashad Penny emerging. I mean, all that offense needed was a viable running game, and Russ can cook. If you give him, if you give him a good running game, homeboy can cook. He can do Russ-like things. You know, they can run the play-action plays. Um, he can move around and just chuck it, dude. Um, so, uh, yeah, I like the Russ call. Yeah. Um, uh, let's go to running back. I'll let you lead off. I've got two. They're on the same team, so we'll get to them. But how about you? Who who are you uh, elevating? Um, I'm going to elevate Jonathan Taylor. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm yeah. Just kidding. yeah. <laughs> yeah, we try we try not to to do the the no braiders. Jonathan Taylor. Oh my gosh, bro. That guy is ridiculous. Dude, I saw his stats today. Do you know like currently right now, he's having uh, a better season in terms of a few stats than Derrick Henry toward 2020. I mean, really? he's yeah. Yeah. I mean, if Derrick Henry hadn't uh, you know, Paul Bunyan hadn't lost his foot. I mean, we were in the midst of seeing just absurdity this season with Derrick Henry. But, hey, we're still in the midst of seeing absurdity. Jonathan Taylor is crazy, but he's not my elevate because he's pretty obvious that you're supposed to. Yeah, that that guy. You are all over. Yeah. No. uh, Yeah, man. I'm going to say Ronald Jones, bro. Uh, It's a tough matchup. 
it's a tough matchup. He's got Carolina, but um, I think with the injury to Godwin, um, uh, they are going to run a lot of those screen plays. And Leonard Fournette uh, injured his hamstring. Um, playoff Lenny should be back for the playoffs, but for the fantasy playoffs, looks like you may be without playoff Lenny. Um, mm. And I don't see why Ronald Jones doesn't come in and uh, have a floor of 15 points with the, the PPR volume he gets. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I like it. It's a great call. Uh, my, my call is going to be two running backs who both uh, normally have been pretty good. Last week, they only got you, you know, 12 points and seven points. But Javante Williams and Melvin Gordon this week are going up against the, the Vegas Raiders. They give up 29 points per game, two running backs. Uh, they, uh, if you see the Denver Broncos right now, down Teddy Bridgewater, he's doubtful. Uh, Drew Locke sucks. So uh, what are you going to do if you're, you're Vic Fangio? You're going to run the football with your two-headed monster against a team that, Saw Nick Chubb score a touchdown today and then also almost scored another touchdown. They got a holding penalty, called it back. But um, with no uh, th- third string, Nick Mullins won almost won that game for Cleveland, you know, uh, leading them down the field. And they could not stop Nick Chubb at the end. And they went right down the field and scored a touchdown. So uh, I don't think Vegas is going to be able to stop uh, not, not a better run offense, but a better offense. At this point, I think that Nick Mullins not as good, you know, as Drew Locke, even though Drew Locke sucks. Uh, I think they're going to have an opportunity. So both those guys are in for me. I like it. I like it. Um, all right, let's hit wide receivers. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been featured on the show already. Amon Ross, St. Brown versus the Falcons, bro. Um, my guy, you stole my guy. Yeah, man, he doesn't even need to get in the end zone. I mean, they just they're just designing plays where they're running like halfback, you know, um, you know, little scat back plays for him just to get him the ball in his hands. Um, he's just getting blanketed with targets. So uh, and and this is a, a, a much better matchup than the Cardinals. Uh, and he, he, I mean, you know, ever since. I think that Vikings game, he's just emerged. Like it's going to be interesting to see uh, if he keeps doing this week in, week out. Um, these last few weeks of fantasy football, uh, well, not week in, week out. These last two weeks, what his twenty twenty two draft capital is going to be? Because um, he's just, you know, came on the scene. He's a rookie, and uh, you know, I think he was dealing with an injury, and so we didn't really get to see him have a full season. Um, this last third of the season, he's just been phenomenal, and it's a juicy matchup. You want to hear something that's crazy? These are his target numbers over the last three weeks: 12, 12, 11. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. that is just that's you know mm-hmm. he's got two touchdowns. You know, yardage wise, he's he's over two forty. He's at two hundred and fifty, basically two forty nine. Mm-hmm. So, um. This guy, he's the truth. He's the truth over there. You saw him, uh, you know, and uh, I will say this. My best ball teams have a lot of him. So (laughs) (laughs) great time. Where do you think he goes right now in 2022? I would say fifth round, fourth round, fifth round, something like that. You think that high? And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. End of the fourth, beginning of the fifth, for sure. Yeah. Because people, the, the, the number one 
one wide receiver in a shitty offense is a great wide receiver if that's the mm. main guy and you're all the time, you know. And I don't think that that shitty. They got Swift, so their defense is shitty. That's what that's what makes player like that's what made Allen Robinson man. That the Jags defense is so shitty that they had to chuck it and fuck it every single game, you know. And that's what Jared Goff's going to have to do. They're they're two and ten. You're not going to start off next year at like six and four and be like, we're never going to throw now. We're just going to run. Like they're going to be losing for a while and they're going to have to throw the football. And even in a game they were winning yesterday, they were throwing the football too. So yeah, I think he's there to stay. That's it's just the volume. There's no one else there. Him and Swift. That's it. And two, uh, two, 11 and one is what they are. Two eleven. So I gave him only I two, two 11 and one. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right, let's, let's jump to the next. Uh, okay. I, I have no one else. That was my guy too. Um, my tight end, maybe he's starting already. Maybe he's not, but it's a little bit of a tough matchup, right? It's Indianapolis, right? But I'm going Zach Ertz uh, against Indianapolis because you do not have DeAndre Hopkins. That is a, an important part of the offense uh, to kind of the midfield, that left side of the field that he likes to run that route tree. It's not like you're going to have a, a verbatim route running uh, for Ertz, but you're just looking for somebody who's sure-handed, who's underneath, it's going to be Ertz. So I really mm. like him. Even though it's a tough matchup, you might be like, oh, I'm tempted to fade him. I wouldn't fade him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm uh, uh, I'm I'm locking a load on, on Zach Ertz in every single uh, league that I have him. Um, was already having a lot of good games pre DeAndre Hopkins. And I do think that that just, uh, you know, it ups his volume. Uh, I'm going to go with my man, Cole Komet, um, benched him tonight in favor of Tyler Conklin. Again, cash Collins, just, just uh, tilting, tilting. He's only got 6.2 points tonight. And that's why I, I benched him. I, I, I wanted, um, I was hoping, uh, to get that that Kirk Conklin connection uh, on tilt mode because I had I thought I had no prayer of winning this game. If I was using my analyst brain, I would have put Cole Komet in. I actually told people to fade Tyler Conklin last week. I did not. <laughs> but uh, Cole Komet, um, you know, 6.2 points tonight. I'd probably end up, you know, 8 or 9. That's why I faded him um, in favor of Tyler Conklin. But... Um, has a juicy matchup uh bears for seahawks uh that 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 is um one of the weakest teams versus tight ends and this is a team that uh relies on uh making sure that he gets those uh you know short to intermediate passes as much as they can get him the ball so i'm i'm saying man throw cole Komet in your lineup if you've got him next week yeah, no, I like it. That's a that's a good elevate. All right, my defense I already mentioned him in the the waiver wire. Philly, elevate Philly, man. Play Philly. Yeah, I'm with that, you. So it's double stampies, no races. No races. So, um, all right, you ready to roll over to the mitigate? This is a fun mitigate. Segment. This is the Dude. crucial one, man. Yeah, I got some juice in this one, man. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'll let you lead off at QB. Okay, I'm big- gonna I'm gonna lead off at QB with the same person. I said last week. Here, here's who I told you to mitigate last week: Carson Wentz, winner; Saquon Barkley, winner; Colts wide receivers, winner; Tyler Conklin versus Bears, 1.7 points right now, winner. You're okay. the in that one. Yeah, so <laughs> I was pretty, pretty spot on on uh, my like, mitigate goals. All like, right, 
I'm going again. Carson Wentz, QB. Uh, I, I, I do think that um, he'll have a better game than he had versus the Patriots. Uh, but I do think that this is going to be uh, the Colts are they are they are viable man they are good and um, uh, the 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 formula is you can hand Jonathan Taylor the ball 35 40 times a game and uh, limit uh, you know the amount of time that the Cardinals are gonna you know get to be on the football field and I just think that this is a game script where, um, you know, maybe he throws for one touchdown, but uh, Carson Wentz two weeks in a row. Bench that dude. Benched, bitch. Well, I like the call. It's it's ballsy. It's ballsy. No, it's actually not that ballsy. I'll give you a ballsy callsy. I'm going to tell you to bench Josh Allen, the number one. Woo! the number one quarterback in fantasy football. Uh, here's why. He's going up against New England and Bill Belichick. He's never done well against Bill Belichick. He does not does not do his best against Bill Belichick. I know he had a terrible wind game last time, so that game kind of is thrown out the window. I'm not going to put too much stock in that game. Um, mm -hmm. But before I knew it was going to be windy, I told you to fade him that week in week 13. I told you that. Go mm -hmm. back to the tape. I said, don't play him. He scored 12 points, 11.7 points, right? So it's not even that Josh Allen isn't going to get I remember it. I remember the fade on him. Yeah. It was a good call. It's not even that he, 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 you know, I'm not saying drop Josh Allen and go for some scrubini on the right. waiver wire. Like, if you have Josh Allen, play him, right? Right. But if you have a better quarterback, like if you got, you know, somebody like, you know, your guy, you know, you got, you know, Christian – uh, I mean, sorry, you got uh, Kirk Cousins. I'm getting my C's and my K's. You got Kirk Cousins, somebody like that. Maybe you go and elevate Kirk Cousins over Josh Allen because of the matchup. You know, I probably wouldn't elevate him over Jared Goff, but, you know, right. Tyler, Tyler Huntley. Yeah, I'd play Tyler Huntley if I had to uh, against the Bengals over Josh Allen just because Bill Belichick is going to scheme to to put Josh Allen out of the commission the best he can. And not just that. We know what they need to do. They just need to run the football. They that's right. That's what. That's the best thing you can do versus that that Patriots defense. That is the weakest link in their defense. Is, um, you know, if the running back can find the gaps, they can do okay. You know, and um, that's not what the Bills do. But um, you saw the blueprint in that last game, and I, I'm sure it's going to look different. But uh, yeah, that's uh, it's ballsy, man. Yeah, well, I like it. And the other side too, the Patriots are going to run the football. You know what I mean? Right. Like, what, what it's going to be a clock burning game. Right. And, and we also see something like this happening, right? You know, with Josh Allen or with Mac Jones, either one. You could see an interception for a touchdown, a tip pass, a fumble in the first quarter, a defensive touchdown from either team. And mm. then one of those teams is on mega tilt. And so if it's mm -hmm. the Bills on mega tilt, then if Josh Allen's throwing the ball the whole time, then Bill Belichick will be ready for it. You know, if it's the other mm -hmm. way and they don't need to throw the football as much, then maybe Josh Allen doesn't need to, you know, it's not going to be an arms race. That game mm -hmm. is not going to be one of the big shootout games. Game's going to be under 45 points, you know? Mm -hmm. so I just think it's not the best matchup for Allen. But if you have somebody, if you have nobody else, definitely play Allen. I'm trying to be stupid about it. Right. 
So no, nope, that's right. ballsy. Hey man, that's what we're here for, dude. We're here to make the calls. So um I like it, dude. Yeah, that's uh I I think I think you have to seriously consider that if you do have options that are um you know potentially better uh you know heading into the game that gets you paid. I mean, this you get you get this game, you get paid, you know. Right. So one more one more week till you get some cash, dude. So I like it. Um, all right, I'm gonna go RBs. Uh, I, yeah, man, looking at matchups, couldn't couldn't really, um, uh, you know, the the the, the players that you know to sit. It was kind of hard to come up with somebody. Um, I wrote down Dolphin RBs. Me too. So, Me too. Yeah. Oh. RBs. That's exactly what yeah, I said. Dolphin RBs. The Duke Johnson thing. Um, he it, it throws a, a monkey wrench into Miles Gaskin's value, and uh, at the same time, it's just a horrible matchup versus the Saints. So, um, I I to me, uh, if if I have either one of those guys, I would consider. Um, you know, elevating somebody else like Devonta Free. Um, uh, Deonta Foreman or whoever, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, I agree. And uh, I put uh, Duke Johnson this week. Nope. I said this week more like who Johnson. So that's a good one. Good one. I made sure I was going to mention it. So it's good um, one. I was with yeah. you. Glad you wrote that down. Thank you. Thank you. I was proud <laughs> <of> myself. <laughs> um, my, my wide receiver is in the same game uh, okay. as Sean, right? And it's it's Stephon Diggs, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, if I'm going to shut down Josh Allen, I have to shut down Stephon Diggs, right? Because mm-hmm. they're, they're they're simpatico. They're, they're feeding each other, right? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen has a big game. Stephon Diggs maybe has a big game, right? Mm-hmm. Josh Allen has a bad game. Stephon Diggs probably not having a great game either, right? Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. I do think Stephon Diggs is one of the best players. You're probably not going to bench, and, and but if you're somebody who is here and you have, you know, you drafted Debo Samuel late, you know, you've got Amon St. Brown. Like if you're loaded up for Bear, like you, you know, you're not limping into this round like you are. Like if you're a good team, then maybe mm-hmm. you're, you're deciding on who to start over somebody. And uh, you know, I always want to have uh, my best players, but you know, Bill Belichick is going to try to take Stephon Diggs out of the game. We know that. Mm-hmm. He's, mm-hmm. he's the best player on their knee. They're not going to stop Cole Beasley. I think Cole Beasley would be a better play this week. Honestly, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, underneath passes to Cole Beasley is probably what you're going to get. On the other hand, you could get maybe one huge play from Stephon Diggs, but those plays, the, the the frequency and the variance are harder to come by. So I think just the, the money would be on like a Cole Beasley being the, the wide receiver one this week over uh, somebody, you know, like Stephon Diggs. Ballsy call again. I thought mine was going to be ballsier. Uh, it is not. Um, I, there's no way I can sit Stefan Diggs. There's just no way I can't do I it. So that's that's gangster uh, that you're you're putting your good name on the line, saying. But hey, he's he he has had some games. It's been a while. Uh, but at the the beginning part of the season, he was having um, sub double digit games. Um, so it makes sense. 9.1, 9.1 against, it's a win game, but still 9.1 against them last time. So, 
You know, yeah. I mean, it, it's not like you're sitting him if you you don't have anybody else. Like if you're felted, of course you're playing him. But mm-hmm. you know, if, it's, if you were if you're talking about like Debo, him, uh, you know, Cooper Cup, you know, AJ Brown, something like that. Like maybe I'm leaning AJ Brown if he comes back. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. or something like okay. that. So, yeah. Um, I'm going Brandon Cooks versus the Chargers. I almost went that too. That was one of my thoughts as well. Yeah, no, I I think um, you know, if you have Brandon Cooks, you you might have won your playoff matchup, and you just you're like, oh, yep, lock and load, not so fast, N- not not nearly so fast. Uh, it's a completely different game. Um, the Chargers, uh, let's see where the Chargers rank in terms of their second in the league behind the bills uh, at defending that position. And um, that is, that, that is a one dimensional, uh, you know, wide receiving core on that team. Uh, I'm pretty sure um, Brandon Staley is going to use all his analytics to uh, determine uh, which, which player they need to, to shut down on an offense that consists of Davis Mills, Royce Freeman, um, David Oldass Johnson, uh, Rex Burkhead, Nico Collins, um, Chris Conley. Uh, there's one player there. And so I do think this is a week where uh, you could sit Brandon Cooks. Are we, are we, is this the one week where we're, uh, we're freeing Nico Collins? I, hey, I don't know. In DFS, maybe. Um, but for week 16, um, semifinals, uh, man, yeah, like Amon Ross St. Brown, I would take him all day over, um, Brandon Cooks in this matchup. Mm, yeah, I agree 100%. I, I would take Amon St. Brown over um, your boy, too. Diggs. Stephon Diggs, yeah. yeah. I have him. I mean, here's the thing. If I have C.D. Lamb, Stephon Diggs, Antonio Brown, and Cooper Cup, and I have to sit one of those guys, like, you know, you know who it's going to be. It's gonna I be just big. think I just think if you you saw last week and you saw him versus the Jags, you're just like, yeah, there, there we go. Brandon Cooks, because he, he's so good. He is so I good. Like, I agree. I, 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 he was not high enough, in my opinion, of him because of that just bad situation in Texas. But, you know, great is great. And he's had a, a, a really good year. Uh, wish I had, I don't think I have any shares. I'm sure in best ball I do. But, um, yeah, man. Um, Brandon Cooks, pine that homeboy. Sit him and spit him. Out Sit of him your item. Yep. Uh, let's stay in the same game for me. I'm, I'm, I'm this game. I don't think it's going to be that successful for the bills, or I don't think it's going to be successful for new England. Uh, I'm sitting Hunter Henry. I mean, he's, he's, yep. he's me he's too. Crushed. That was my guy. Yep. You got to get Hunter Henry though, because the bills are the best against the tight end. So it's just, right. it's, they, they, they got great cover linebackers who are going to, you know, uh, just give him a hard time. He's not going to get open underneath. I think it's a running game anyway. I think you're going to get Ramondi Stevenson going, and uh, that'll be more the the focus anyway. So, I'm with you. That's who I wrote down. Hunter Henry. Look at us. Double H. 
Devil H. You got you got a D. You got a big D. You want to sit? Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and say I don't like the Bucks versus the Panthers this week. Um, I bet that game's closer. I don't know what the odds are. Um, it, you know, with all the injuries, I wonder what Vegas is gonna have that line at. Um, but I I like the I like the Carolina Panthers to keep that game close. I would expect the Buccaneers to win. Um, wouldn't be shocked to see a meltdown, um, just with all the injuries, mm -hmm. uh, just, I, 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 I think that they're reeling and, um, you know, Tom Brady is amazing, but you know, you, you're throwing the ball to Ty Johnson, you know, I, I guess they're going to get Antonio Brown back. Um, but, uh, I think the I, I I would expect to see some more three and outs from that offense. And um uh so I just think uh the Bucks are going to their defense is gonna be on the field a little bit more than per usual. Mm. And uh I wouldn't be surprised to see um you know Cam get back into the end zone. Um, you know, that they, they they put up 24 points in that game so yeah. i'm gonna say bucks d i like it i'm, I'm gonna do uh you know a play that maybe is not as ballsy this week as it would have been next week if i made this call but uh arizona against jt i don't want any defense against jt man like you saw what right. happened in england you know like he they can just control the game you know right. like they don't, they, they can, they can, you know, I want Indianapolis as D on the other side, maybe against Arizona. Maybe that's like a little sneaky play because, you know, uh, they lead the league in turnovers. I mean, Leonard, goodness gracious, that guy punches out more fumbles uh, than, than I've ever seen. Every game, they're like, let's slow-mo. How did that ball get out? I was no way. Oh, my God, he punched it out. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, he fucking does it every game. He's just in there running around punching shit. You know, so uh, that, that'd be for me. That'd be my don't start Arizona. Instead, go contrarian and start Indy. I like that. I like it. Yeah. I think the Colts are like lock and load now as a defense just because they're ball hawkedness. You yes. Know? Yes. Yes. I like it. All right. Continue on, my friend. Now we are heading down into uncharted waters, the eviscerate portion. I'm very excited. I've got something yeah. for everyone. Uh, you want to yeah, start the second, you know? second to last eviscerate. This is it. Yeah. So get them off. Get them off your squad, man. Um, get Julio Jones. Well, there's no reason to say that, but you called it. You call. Yeah. You called Allen Robinson, and you called Julio Jones. Both fourth round picks. Oh. Uh, you 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 sent them to Dumpsville nice and early, and, and you were correct. Picked him up. Who picked him? Who picked both those guys I up? Both those guys up. Yeah, I picked both those guys up. Yeah, <laughs> I held on to Allen Robinson in one league until bad. like a couple weeks ago. I finally was just like, yeah. And, and then at that same league, I held on to Julio. <laughs> you, you, one man's trash is another man's trash. <laughs> yeah. See you later. Yeah. I think Julio is going to go on the IR anyway, so that's an easy one. How about? I'll, I, here's a sexy one. You got two weeks left. Guess who I'm dumping this week? Who? Jerry Judy. 
Ooh, that's a great one. I love See that. Yeah. yeah, he's goodbye. He's to hey, join Cortland Sutton in the chat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> join, join last week's future star by Stack Simpson, Cortland Sutton. Just see you later, dude. Bye. 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 I, I've got one. You're not gonna like this though, but it, it's it's necessary. Derek Carr. Uh, bye. Here's why. He's going up against Denver. They're pretty good. And then after that, he's got Indy. So I don't like those matchups. Nope. Either one of those, you're not saving him for anything. You're not going to be like, maybe next week he'll play. He won't. He's going up against Indy. Get rid of Derek Carr and get somebody else. Get, this is what you should do this week, honestly. Leverage your uh, who you're facing. Take somebody from them that they might need, right? Now you're attacking. Mm-hmm. Now you're using your money for evil, right? If you can't use your money for yourself, at least use it to stop your, your uh, competitors from catching up with you, so. Right. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, how about uh, my man, Marvin Jones? Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah, Bye. See you later, dude. Tired. I'm tired of every team that I had Marvin Jones on. That guy... He has not had a good game in like two and a half months. So see you later. Bye. Marvin Jones joining LaVisca Chenault in the rubbish. Right. Bye. Um, One more, man. Uh, How about there's no reason to hang on to Derrick Henry because he is not coming back until week 18. So Mm. sad day. Bye. Bye. I I would say, uh, you know, this is a tricky one. But I don't know if Pat Fryermuth is coming back this year. This is uh-huh. his second concussion in five weeks. Uh, he probably will not play this week. I'm just, I'm uh-huh. just gonna probably will not coming up. Maybe he will, um, uh-huh. but you won't know. You will not know uh-huh. because they will not tell you until later in the week. So he'll be questionable. He will not be able to be moved into your IR spot. So it's not like you can just go. Oh, I'll put him in the IR spot. He will stop you from picking somebody up on waivers. Uh, I would a hundred percent drop him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bye. Bye. So th- those are those are my eviscerates. Uh we had a bunch of them this week. Uh, yeah. Time to eviscerate. See you later. To- yeah. And and finally, the last segment uh we transition now to uh is our DFS top stack, our stacks of cash. So stacks of cash. That's a cash presented by Run the Sims, Justin Freeman. Love those guys over there. Check out runthesims.com. The link is in the description below. Who is your high-priced filet mignon, sir? Give me. I want. Uh, I want some Justin Herbert, Keenan Allen. That. Uh, that looks like a juicy matchup. The day after Christmas, Chargers versus Texans. Um, Herbert is just. He is electric, dude. Like that guy. Uh, uh, he he just he just he puts up the numbers. Uh, I love I love watching his big ass run too. He's fast, sexy. Um, yeah, he's just a big hunk of sexy meat, dude. The pimples uh, are fun, folks. He's a dreamboat now. He really is, man. Come that on. guy's a, he's a dreamboat. And um, uh, if we could get some hair on top of Keenan Allen's bald head, he wouldn't look bad either. Um, <laughs> Just like a prior. I feel like he's like an old prophet or something. Yeah, man. He, dude, I mean, uh, nothing has changed uh, in terms of what Keenan Allen is as a wide receiver in 2021. Um, The guy's one of the best, most elite route runners in the league. 
and uh, that connection is there. I think that's that's the safest play of the week to build a, a lineup around. It's seventy two hundred for Herbert, seventy seven hundred for Keenan Allen. Uh, you got thirty five thousand one hundred dollars to build the rest of your lineup, which that's good mm-hmm. for a play. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. Uh, um. All right, mine, I stole yours from befores. I'm not even going to pretend, right? Um, I'm a stealer. That's what I do. Uh, Steal it up. I steal it up. I'm going to go Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup. And Mm. the reason is, is they're going up against Minnesota. And Mm. now I know Minnesota's not really showing it tonight because we have a a more, uh, you know, nuanced i'm sorry novice quarterback not nuanced at all in justin fields learning how to be nuanced right and uh, mr fields is not lighting them up but next week minnesota will be lit up they will mm-hmm. be lit up. they will be lit mm-hmm. up by matthew stafford and mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're giving up the most points to wide receivers they're giving up 43 points to wide receivers mm-hmm. so i'm not going to go all to cooper cup but that's what you want you want mm-hmm. volume cooper cup's getting it and Minnesota's not great against quarterbacks either. They give up like 19 points to quarterbacks per game. So uh, I do see that as my the, the the biggest boom for your buck. Now, it's a little expensive. It is. You know, uh, now not Matthew Stafford. He's only 67, which is not bad, right? That's a great deal. Cooper Cup, he's 9-1, though. So 9-1. You know, Just creeping, creeping, creeping. So, you know, it's going to cost you 15-8. So you only have that 14-2 or no, 34-2 left, but whatever. It's not bad. Not terrible, you know. Mm-hmm. I like it, man. Um, Stafford and Cooper Cup. Uh, 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 this is our 15th show of the season. I would bet you for Stacks of Cash, Cash has featured them on 10. I mean, mm-hmm. they're just, they're money, so. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, it's a good matchup. It is. It, well, what about sir? Who, who is your? Uh, what is? What's the middle one now? My my brain. sirloin. Sirloin. The sirloin. Yes. Who's my sirloin? I'm going with Captain Christian Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. Captain Christian Kirk. Captain Christian Kirk Cousins at sixty two hundred, and potentially Adam Thielen. Uh, if he comes back, who just falls into the end zone every time he's on the football field. I, I am so angry at myself for fading him in 2021, thinking that there was going to be a touchdown regression. There's no touchdown regression. He gets he gets he gets the TDs when he is on the football field. Um, Kirk at 62, Thielen at 69. You are left with thirty six thousand nine hundred dollars, almost thirty um, uh, thirty seven to build uh, a, a really nice crispy lineup with your sirloin. Mm, that that that's nice. I, I like it. Now my my next one's a little bit more expensive uh, than that. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I mean, it's a it's a top sirloin, I guess you could okay. say. Um, okay. And it, it definitely is dependent on Tyler Lockett coming off of the COVID protocol. That's important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but Russell Wilson, 6,100. Tyler Lockett, 67. So you're looking at, you know, 12-8. That's not bad. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you've still got uh, plenty of money left to play around. You know, you, you've got 3,700 left, you know, 37-2 left to play around. So uh, I like that stack. 
if DK Metcalf wasn't, you know, bothering Russell Wilson trying to have sex with his wife, I would like him. But he's just like, yeah, we talked about him. He's not terrible, but I can't trust him in in uh, GPP. You know, I, I'm, right. I'm not not putting my money on him. I put money on Tyler Lockett though, because that guy's got right. upside with a good attitude. He's not trying to gangbang anybody. <laughs> yeah. you know? so. DK Metcalf, that that's a wild boy right there. Yeah, totally a wild boy, man. Yeah, like that hair. Uh, you know, like when like you see people like you know blue hair and stuff, you're just like, oh, look at these guys. You know what I mean? But like. You see DK Metcalf, you're like, ah, oh, it's cool. It's cool. Right. Yeah, it's cool. And then really like, mm, no, nah, it's not cool, man. This guy's got blue hair, man. Like, Wasn't there like a foursome video going around or something like that? He was trying. <laughs> now, now what happened is this woman, like, I got in his DMs or something because she, he he was he was with two girls at the club. He was trying to holler and bring these girls back to the club. And then he he had hired this girl from OnlyFans to come over and have some relations. And she was trying mm-hmm. to get hired her, but he was like spitting and talking to her on the, you know, the t- back and forth in the text. And she's like, you know, you, where are you at? And he's like, I'm coming back to the club. I'll come back from the club with some girls, you know, some, mm-hmm. four of us, you know, mm-hmm. I don't think the OnlyFans girl wanted to do it. So uh, I don't think it happened. I think it kind of fell through. So I don't even know if DK got those two girls. I mean, maybe he went back home alone that night. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Sounds like a desperate guy, though, you know. So I don't know. Russell Wilson not Russell Wilson didn't have sex with his wife. Uh, I, I, that's what he says, right? Him and Tim Tebow. Who do you believe less, Tim Tebow or Russell Wilson? I, I believe Russell Wilson less, honestly. I believe Tim Tebow more. You know what I mean? Yeah, tough call. <laughs> I know. Tough call. Yeah, they both claim to have. Uh, well, Russell was a second, you know, born again virgin, but like, yeah, right. uh, that's some bullshit right there. You know, what I mean? right. Right. <laughs> but it's still Sierra. I mean, I, I goodness gracious, you know. But anywho, uh, yeah. So that, I, I'm going back with Russ. I do like Russ this week. You all know, right, who's your cube? My cube. All right, so my cube is nasty. It's disgusting. It's the grossest cube I've ever played. Um. And it's your boy Lacron, 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 yeah. I can't even say his name, right? He's basically free on DraftKings. They give him to you when you sign up for the new account, um, <laughs> which is great. You know, <laughs> he's thirty five hundred, okay. and then Trevor Lawrence is five K. So mm. for for eighty five hundred, you could have the shittiest, dirtiest, grossest stack. Um, and if it did anything, you know what I mean? Then, you know, like you said, Treadwell's just getting targets. So uh, maybe eventually. So that's 8,500. Yeah, that, that is a dirty, dirty cube. Yeah, my cube's uh, way cleaner. Um, I was uh, on the like, floor a few times. <laughs> I did I did a cube with, with uh, Trevor Lawrence early in the year and didn't work out. Uh, it was horrible. I think I did Leviscus or Marvin Jones. It didn't work. But I, hey, that, that's what you do with the cubes. Like, man, you could have had a nice cube off of uh, Jared Goff this past weekend. Davis with, Mills. Uh, yeah, with a few of the wide receivers. So um, my cube is uh, you, you get $39,500 to build your lineup. Okay, so it's ten five. For this cube, I think it's a good cube. Uh, I, I, I'm, a, I'm recommending this cube. It's not something I'm gonna have a ton of exposure, but Robbie Anderson, 
has now put together uh, a really good game, like 17 fantasy points PPR, and then a decent game, uh, nine points. He's 4,900. Cam's 5,600. Um, and uh, again, I think that that game is a little bit closer uh, than you know, what it would have been without all these injuries. Uh, so 39, five with the, the, the cam Robbie cube. That's actually a pretty good cube, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I have a, a funny tweet to, to share with you later. Uh, it's, um, of cam Newton, you know, yelling, I'm back. Yeah. And then underneath they go, since he's back, he's owing four. Right, <laughs> which is like I was like, yeah, it's like he never left. It's the same old Cam, you right. know. But he will get right. some fantasy points, so I do, I do like that call. So, all right, well, that that does it for the fantasy football content. Why don't you? Well, maybe not. I didn't ask you this before. Do you want to drop an announcement about show content, or do you want to keep that hush hush under the vest about the off season? What do you want to? What do you want to? Uh, yeah, we'll keep it hush hush. We'll do it on the last show, you know, because right, we'll, okay. we'll let people know. You Jeez, know, we got something coming. We got something, yeah, a little, little new in the in the off season that we're excited to bring you. So, mm. um, all right, uh, let's jump into three tweets. Uh, this one's sponsored by Bo McBig Times Hot Box Batch Hot Sauce. Go over to bigtimeflavor.co, get yourself some of that. It is hot, fucking delicious. Um, you want to be the first? You want me to go first? How do you want to roll this? Okay, yeah, I'll you can go first. Um, go. Uh, th- this is uh, Crystal Sakur. Um, I'm hoping this is now a few weeks old, and I don't know if you saw this or not. If you didn't, I'm gonna be so excited to bring. Not, okay, let I'm me. Before we, you haven't seen it. No, huh? You no. haven't. Yes. I was scared because I meant to do this last week. It was, um, this is now like 12, 15, 13 days old. Like it was like at the beginning was like right after our last show that this <laughs> was like the next day I saw this and I was like, this is the funniest thing ever. Okay. This dude, before you play it, this dude, his name's like Sherfield Scheffler, right? This dude's just like us, man. He's just a regular dude doing podcasts, you know, trying to make a name for himself he is epically hilarious and um went crazy viral because of this video and um this thing went all over the place like i found it on somebody sent it to me on instagram like it's not the reason why you probably didn't see it is is because you it's probably not trending as hard in twitter but like in tiktok i mean he got like millions of views all right so play this it's hilarious and above her lip damn i like okay i didn't set up good i i wish i had a, a different video than this um so this is uh he takes a software and he takes all the best quarterbacks in the league and he turns them into women and then he says how many beers would it take to have sex with the women okay, okay. So i'll rewind it to the beginning because you got to hear this is this is patrick mahomes he has good names for all of them too all right, and go. a lip damn i like to taste what that kansas city barbecue tastes like two beers 
Next, we got Rachel Wilson. <laughs> she looked like the best friend in every Disney movie. Uh, I say 10 beers. Next, we got Jessica Garoppolo. Water. <laughs> Oxygen. From the best looking to the worst looking, Bianca Roethlisberger. Damn, you ugly. You got to finish the case with this one. 24-pack. Easy. Next, we got Maya Ryan. She looks like the cool mom that does yoga unless you smoke weed and drink beers as long as nobody drives. I give it four beers. Next, we got Rachel Tannehill. She looks like a good Christian mom. She wouldn't give me the time of day because she's already married. Probably wouldn't even be out at the bar. But if I had to, I'd probably say seven beers. Next, we got Becky Mayfield. She got full pouting lips. She looks like a country artist that's up and coming. I say about three beers. Next, we got Aaron Rodgers. E-R-I-N. <laughs> Basic white girl. I gotta go double digits. I'd say eleven beers. Wake me up inside. Wake me up inside. Next up, we got Destiny Carr. She just left the trailer park. Doesn't talk to her parents anymore and moved to Vegas. Gotta go double digits on this one. Fourteen beers. Fourteen beers. Megan Stafford, what you do with all them teeth, girl? Fifteen <laughs> beers. Danielle Jones. She's got a pretty face. Wide shoulders. She might have been a swimmer. Might be able to outlift me, too. I say... Seven beers. Seven beers. There you go. Kendra Cousins. She looks recently divorced. Might be out on the scene looking for some young tail. But that also might come with the clap. I'm going nine beers. Dakota Prescott. She kind of looked like Ariana Grande if she rode the short bus. I still say single digits. I'll go six beers. Next, we got Tammy Tagovailoa. She's pretty cute. I'd say probably eight beers. <laughs> Samantha Darnold just got out the ICU from a car crash. Damn! She does have nice hair, so I'm not going to say the entire case. But 22 beers. Josefina Burrow. This looks like a mugshot. <laughs> uh, basic white girl, too. I'm still going to go. Uh, I'll go high, high single digits. I'll go nine beers. That's what oh they man, there are some more too. You have to see the full clip. I'll see if I can send it to you, but it's hilarious. I love that. That's really funny. All right, let me show you mine. You're gonna love this. Uh, this is uh, I gotta scroll down here. This is uh, at the Tyron Woodley fight, but not the Tyron Woodley fight. I gotta set this up right. This mm -hmm. is Nate Diaz, right? You know, Nate Diaz, right? Mm -hmm. He's a UFC fighter. Uh, he's gonna be walking down here, so just kind of pay attention to this part of the screen down here where people are walking it says nate diaz is relentless is on the screen and this is him just walking at the tyron woodley fight nate diaz <laughs> is relentless <laughs> he, he, i don't know why i'd stop but i'll go back there you go nate diaz <laughs> is relentless <laughs> so he walked up to a guy and pretended to hit him like he's gonna hit him, and the guy, of course, freaked the fuck out and spilled his beer all. That's too far, Flinton. All over the place. Nate Diaz <laughs> is relentless. And the guy—it's hard to see because from far away, but dude, just his beer goes everywhere. It does mm. not. It does not survive. So I thought you'd appreciate that, Nate Diaz. One of my favorites. Uh, getting it done. There you go. I can see it. Uh, yeah, but that poor guy, man. Like, he didn't stand a chance. I know. I, I saw yeah. this. Relentless. Yeah, it's just, oh, my gosh. Like, I was so upset afterwards, too. Like, because he got him, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Diaz punked him. 
So mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's easy. I think you won with with all those. Uh, you know, that those were hilarious, dude. Yeah, no, that that was a good one. Um, I'm gonna give it to I, you. I I had a Nate Diaz one too. I was thinking about sharing it, but um, th- this was also there was the Matt Nagy one. I know you saw this one at Justin Fields where he says, "Yeah." So I was just sitting there stretching before practice, and Matt <laughs> Nagy came over and kicked me. Yeah, um, I that. Yeah, I, I was bummed you saw that because I definitely wanted to use that one. Um, so I'll I'll do this. This is another Urban Meyer one. I just sent it to you. Okay, can I do one real quick? That just 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 for you. Yeah. Okay, I tweeted this out today, and people were were really getting upset because they, just read some of these things. And and so look, it says age update for two for twenty twenty two. It says if you're born in nineteen ninety. You're gonna be 35 years old. <laughs> so you're you're not. You're not. All the all the years are wrong. <laughs> and so I tweeted this out. I said the water's warm, right? And so then everybody replied to it. They're just like, you you don't know how to do math. Right. <laughs> they they were all like, you can't, you're stupid. Like everybody was just like, man, like, like, you know, it's a glitch, or it's like, I thought I was wrong, or like, like you don't understand math, you know. Right. So it's just it's so funny to trigger people. And the inside joke between me and you is that I actually did forget how old I was once. I told you the wrong age. Right. I told you it for like a year. And you were like, man, you've been telling me this wrong time. I hate to correct you, bro, but you're not 37. You're 36. Cause I'm 35. Bro, so- I, I'm I'm at that age now too where I, I have to take a second. I'm 42 and I'm like, am I 42? I mean right. I don't know. I don't know either. So yeah. I thought you would appreciate that. That wasn't for our, our listeners as much as just between you and me. Um, but all right, this, this, this is yours. Go for it here. Uh, it's the Urban Meyer one. Urban Meyer, the highest paid kicker in the NFL by $4.5 million per year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. He, he kicked a kicker. Uh, that's, it, that's just a crazy story. He, crazy. he walked by... Uh, Jakari Lambo is that his first name? Jakari. Yeah. 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 He and, walked by Jakari Lambo, and while he was stretching, like mid stretch, like in a dangerous position, he kicked him, and said, "Make your effing kicks" or something like that. That's crazy. Right. If somebody, yeah, I, think, I think that was the 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 nail in the coffin for that guy. If if somebody kicked me. Like I would hit him over uh, their head with my helmet. You know what I mean? Right. Like that, I would pull a a Miles Garrett on them. Right. You know, like you don't kick me. What? Right. You know? Like it's also interesting. He did that to a, a kicker and and not like you know a big huge black guy. You know what I mean? Right. Like, he went over and he picked on the little white guy. <laughs> right. What a bitch. Oh my gosh, I, I hate him even more. So, um, but this tweet, I like it. This is this is pretty funny, man. His illustrious career is over. Man, what an idiot! He can go back to doing whatever he was doing with that girl at that bar if he wants, you know. But 
Yeah. No thanks for me. Well, uh, thanks for checking us out this week. We love it, the Fantasy Millionaires. We'll be back next week. We've got a couple weeks left, and then what we're going to do is we're going to change not too much of the format, but we'll talk a little less, uh, you know, uh, fantasy football since we'll be over. We'll talk a little more DFS, which is, I mean, we've been loving it. We've been playing 100 lineups every week the whole year um, pretty much, and uh, it's a lot of fun to do. We'll get into that. Well, we could pull some new segments. We were talking about our different stacks that we like, but expanding on them a little bit more for sure and, you know, talking about the, the, the main slate. So I'm looking forward to that in a couple weeks. But go out there and win your fantasy championships this week, right? Uh, play the guys that have got you there, unless they're named Josh Allen, then you might want them on the bench. But uh, we do thank you for checking us out. Where can people follow you, Mike Collins? Look for me on the Twitter machine at the Ralph Macho. The Ralph Macho. Follow me at NimbleWNumbers on Twitter, uh, NimbleWNumbers.com. I've got some stuff in the works over at the Mayo Media Network. Tomorrow is my show with Laquan every week. I got uh, you know, show coming up on Christmas. We will be doing our show for Chalk Block. It's a Merry Christmas. We're talking fantasy. We're talking DFS, of course. Uh, and then next week, I have been graciously invited back on the Fantasy Pros DFS podcast with Joe Pizzapia. Third time in a row this year. Not in a row, but third time this year, man. It is just a fucking honor to be on that show. It's crazy. Nice. So, yeah, really excited about that. That'll drop probably Wednesday. We chopping it up next week. So listen for that. And uh, have a great Merry Christmas. Have a you know enjoyable time. We'll be back before the new year. But uh, you know, really do just be with family. Stay safe. And, and the Omicron variant out there, wear a mask. You know, it sucks. Uh, get vaccinated. Do everything you can to be uh, healthy this season and keep people safe. Amen. Yeah, get your booster too. Yeah, get that bad boy. All right, peace and love, everybody, right? Yeah, peace and love.